0: Hello, this is the Tripe Supper and I feel like we might need to introduce ourselves again because we haven't done one in that long. I'm uh, Dom, the Shaw the host, Anthony Vickers to my left, Chris Garber to my right, Phil Townty is away, gallivanting on his holly bobs. Do we know where he's gone? Has he gone anywhere? He
1: was tweeting the other day from, uh, I think it was from Tynemouth... I so was going to say Thailand. <laughs> I think he was planning to get out and about and do little city breaks, wasn't he? Days out yeah. in various places. I think I, the the host introduced himself there as Dom Shaw, but I think
2: uh, a congratulations is an honor. Actually, he should be Dom Shaw ten k Middlesbrough Pride winner.
0: Oh, well, uh, congratulations, well, uh, well, the, the, cheers, fellas. There was a day, the, 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 there was a, uh, a reason why I thought we'll do it after that. I be, <laughs> I it in
2: what was it? Thirty one minutes.
0: Yeah, thirty one ten or something like that it was.
2: Takes so. me an hour to drive up Martin Road. <laughs> it does isn't it? it does for
0: anyone <laughs> it's the worst road in T side that. No, I was uh, I have i have i have always like wanted to win that one. It's a local race, isn't it? it's yeah, good, yeah. Good, good, good to get that one boxed off.
1: Completes uh, the set now, doesn't it? It's something like that, mate, yeah. All and, you uh, need to do now is beat Mo next week in the great
0: north <laughs> <road>. <laughs> yeah. That one might not be as uh, doing routine. it? Yeah, 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 I am, yeah. Well, I'm doing it. I'm not beating more. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it. Um, talking of winning anyway, the Borough, are ticking along absolutely lovely yeah. jubbly. Um, it has been that long since we've last done yeah. a trip, so but apologies for that, that. It might well have been you know, a month or so after the end of last season, so the landscape's changed an awful lot. Um, but Borough are a joint top. They're unbeaten in all competitions. We've seen kids get a chance. Uh, we've seen a change of system. Um, we've seen a, a hard-fought point at Leeds we'll start with that Garbs you were there yeah. uh, what did you make of
2: it uh, I thought Borough were um, very efficient um, well drilled um, professional um, good in every single department um, you know I would even put Britain in that even though he, you know he, he didn't he didn't really get a clear chance at goal That he worked his socks off um, and you can just tell that, 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 that they're working hard for each other they're fit they look extremely fit um, and that is uh complimenting the high intensity game that they're playing. Um they all know the jobs, they're working for each other and, and, and they're playing with a smile on their face as well. Um I think, you know, to, to, to go there and and, and limit the you know, in brackets best best attack in the league to not a clear shot on goal at all, um, never really looked under pressure, did we? Um I think to it, it, all it took was just maybe a little bit of luck for that Ayala header, and, and I think we could have come away with with three points. Which you know, I, I said before the game, another clean sheet and, and a point would, would would be more than satisfactory for me. And I think coming away from there with that um, was job done, and, and just you know, just what we needed going into the international break. I
0: think. Well, I mean, if you if you look at the back, if we start at the back. Um, West Brom and Leeds have scored 29 goals between them and I think I wrote at the weekend that between them Borough limited them to five shots on target over two games And mm. these are teams who have been sticking I know, it, I know it's no gauge or it wasn't at the time but West Brom stuck seven past QPR as we know, mm. um, the change in the system, uh, Borough look absolutely rock solid defensively, yeah. it's given the chance to get three excellent defenders I'll certainly be playing that way at the minute and, Fly, Flint, and I- Fry, Flint and Ayala are all in the team together um, what are the other contributing reasons, Vic, behind this, this, this impressive start?
1: Well, I, I think the shape is, is the be all and end all. I mean, I, I like wing backs. I'll put my hand up and say that I, that's a system that I would choose to play. Uh, three centre backs gives you solidity, uh, and the wing backs uh, block off the attacks down the, the, the opposition flanks, which is where Borough got done time and time again. Under Gary Monk and also later in the season, sometimes as well under Tony Pulis, uh, if you're cutting out that area as an attacking option for the opposition, it means you're not dealing with so many crosses. Uh, it means that the crosses that tend to come in tend to be quite high, and for three central defenders could not go away all day. And I think if you're playing with solid wing backs, which we ha- which we are, because Shotton and, and George uh, both. Defenders by instinct, and so are very solid. They can block up that space, and it forces the opposition to go in field uh, into midfield, where the, uh, the the three lads that have been in there are playing with incredible intensity. Mm. They're operating very shrewdly in little groups, and they're they're mugging any attempted breakaways by the opposition. They're you know absolutely stifling the opposition, and then that forces the, them to to. Uh, go long as the only option uh, Britt you mentioned there has been working really really hard chasing down and closing down uh, the opposition defenders stopping them from building up from the back uh, stopping them setting the tempo and it ends up with the other teams getting increasingly flustered and frustrated and going long mm. and if you've got three at the back you know you can gobble that up all day mm. uh, I I like that. I mean, I I like that sort of football. I, I think very much, uh, you know, th- blood and thunder. But that's a key element in getting out of this division. And in in the championship, sometimes you don't get the option to play nice football. If one of your strengths is nullifying the opposition and working and grinding and labouring uh, and imposing yourself on games, then I think that gives you an edge before the kickoff.
2: Yeah, it's it, I mean, you know, like you said there. It's the, the style of play that we're implementing at the moment. It doesn't work unless you implement it in the way that Borough are doing. Um, you know, you see that the, the hunting packs, the hunt, the work together. You can see that it, it's clearly laid out and planned out during the week in training. Um, but like I said, you know, you get to game day and, and that, that all goes out the window, and you lose games if you don't apply yourselves properly. And, and, and you can tell that the players have, have really bought into the new system.
0: Um, I think you can tell that they've bought into what Pulis wants from Absolutely. them in general. They're very fit. Yeah, I know. And, and yeah. I think you know that, that goes back to him. Probably didn't make all that much of it at the time because it was the first game, and you don't know. But when you look at Millwall, <clears throat> Millwall really tired and petered out in that opening game mm-hmm. when Borough came strong from, from nowhere to mm. somehow snatch that point. Mm. Um, but that was really a bit of a precursor as to what was to come in there. Mm. Borough have never, you know, they've, they've never looked. Like being out, and that Leeds team, as we, we know, mm. or as we've read about and heard nonstop since the start of the season, plays with such intensity. Mm. But I thought Borough matched them,
2: yeah.
0: uh, matched them completely for that. And and the other thing that, that um, struck me was it was the direct opposite of last season when Borough, Borough looked frightened at Ellen Road that day when Monk mm. went back and there was the inflatable snakes. Mm. And this this season, I think there's a maturity and. and and Pulis often talks, doesn't he, about, and he did it recently with George Savile on Friday night where he talked about, oh, he's a man now, and he talks about that a lot, doesn't he, players mm-hmm. becoming men.
1: I think Borough looked like a team of men. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, we, if you look back over last season's match reports, you know, how often did we say that Borough were swamped in midfield or outworked in midfield? Mm. And we'd refer to more limited sides who just laboured and hustled out out of their shape well that's not happening this year
0: Mm.
1: and when you talk to the players after the game uh, the two things that come up constantly are Austria Uh, you know anything that you throw at them now is nothing compared to to running up a mountain at five o'clock in the morning Uh, and also shape the the work that they do endlessly Mm. on shape and you can see that there's an instinct now you know when they lose the ball uh, two people will Mm. immediately hair back hair onto the the, the guy who 's got it, and they 're snapping at their heels and they 're chasing and not letting him, that that person play the ball and everyone else immediately drops into shape, mm. so when they get the ball when there 's a turnover, they know exactly what to do with it
2: mm. they, they 're helping it they understand like said, the work that they 're putting in on the training ground is is, is very obvious because not only do they understand their roles they understand everybody else's role in the team as well um, so you can see that fragments if we 're going through a a period in the game when we are under a little bit of pressure and that three becomes a five when the ball does go wide and they're trying to get in behind our full backs our centre midfielders are going across and helping the full back yeah. as well and it's, it's, it's great to see um, you know it's, it, they're obviously like you, like you said buying into, into, in, in, into what they're doing you know and Pulis' ethos and I think the, the typical example would have been Millwall away last year you know when when Borough sort of played some decent stuff at times, but just got bullied out of the game, didn't they? Yeah. And they lost the game. Whereas that's just not going to happen this year. That you know.
0: We've talked a lot about that just in the, in, the, in the kind of opening eight minutes or so about how solid Borough have looked. Um, going forward, then, can 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 this system get the best out of the players they've got at the minute? How do you see that developing in the in the weeks ahead? I mean, I think. Martin Braithwaite was a, was was missed, wasn't he, on Friday mm. night as that link up man between mm. the midfield and attack. Does does can can, can Burra get the best out of him? Will we avoid a Gaston Ramirez situation mm. with him? And, and and how do you see the battle between um, British on Longer and Jordan Hugo?
2: Um, well, I mean the recruits that we've brought in, Hugel, um also George Savile. You know, home hands up and say I haven't seen a lot of him. Um, but my understanding is that he's a player that likes to get forward from midfield and score goals, and it'll he su- ten
0: last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: so he'll, he'll support that then front lot I mean, it's going to be interesting to see when when Hugel is up and up and fit and firing. Um, you know, if if we are going to continue to run with this system that we're, that we're currently playing, at then there's two spots up for grabs up there, and, and you know, the the, the the battle is between Brit, Hugel, and and also Martin and but you know, again, that's, that, that's competition for places. That you know, that, that's down to them three guys to, to you know, to, to sort you of win can, that
1: win. That. In terms of going forward, I think there's you can make two points. The one first is that uh, last season, for all his wonderful, entertaining, and enthralling, absorbing moments of magic, Adama Traore made Burra a team with only one outlet, one dimensional, yeah. And uh, while he was fantastic to watch towards the end of the season, even ordinary teams had found a way of of stopping him playing, Mm -hmm. whether that was kicking him to bits or putting three men on him and pushing play down one particular flank and Mm -hmm. swamping it. And Borough became very lopsided. Now, this season, I think there's a real balance there. You know, they're attacking down both flanks, Mm -hmm. uh, I think creating a lot of chances. Uh, Ryan Shotton has been a revelation as a Brazilian wing-back going forward. And on the other flank, Stewie when he was on the left as as a wing-back was excellent Uh, George is creating chances and the other thing is there's a real uh, quick dynamic interchange and little triangles in midfield which by space and time and angles Mm. and any of the midfielders now can break break to the edge of the box and uh, there's there's chances just coming all over the Mm. place Uh, ironically Borough is still scoring Quite a lot of their goals from set plays, but they are creating yeah. chances. I mean, against Birmingham, they hit the woodwork three times, and at, at Leeds, although afterwards everyone said I was a Borough were, were a, a negative, stifled team. I mean, Howson could have had a goal in the first half. Oh, Danny Ayala could fair. have had from open play. Danny Ayala could have had a goal, mm. and that would have been no disservice to Borough. They, they when they break, I think they break with intent. Yeah. whereas last season when when they were breaking it was giving the ball to Iart to uh, Adama and then kind of waiting hopefully that something was going to happen mm-hmm. now i think they're imposing themselves and they are actually creating genuinely creating moments and situations
2: i think for for all the plaudits poor have received over the last the last few weeks about being rigid and solid and and strong and hard to play against and you know that that, that is great but but what you know, What's also important to point out. is Borough, have got some really good footballers. You know, you've got Downing who can create from the middle of the park. More Bessage can play. Johnny owson can pick a pass and can go forward. And then obviously, the, you know, the, the, the new boy George Savile um, sounds as though he's going to bring it. you know, that's going to be another another part to, to our games. Also, well. um, you know, it is important to, put, to point out. That, I mean, that was the, I think that was the first league game in 18 games that we haven't scored in. You know, tagging on from the back end of last season. We talked about that so a fair bit
0: at the back end of last year, didn't yeah. we? In the centre midfield and the middle of the park, I mean, competition there is absolutely fierce. Yeah. You've, you've got—I think I counted eight centre midfielders this morning. Now, how is that going to cloud? Because you—you know—you look at it on oh, say Friday night. Well, <clears throat> Adam Clayton, I thought, had one of, if not his best games he's had for Borough, Johnny Housen seems to be getting better by the week, and we know how much Tony Pulis likes more he's Last year he talked about when he came in that we want him in the team as quickly as possible. Mm. He's going to play as he when he's fit. Yeah. Um, now if you if you consider that Braithwaite will be behind a striker, mm. uh, if 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 Friend and Shotney are your your, uh, your wing backs in, you've got Downing and Saville and Wing mm. and Leadbitter and McNair. Mm. You know, how how does that play out? How does Pulis keep them all happy? Does he does he tinker? Does he does he stick with the same? Well, three?
1: if you're playing with the current level of intensity. It's, you know, it's very, very demanding, especially in those weeks when you've got three games exactly. in eight days. I think there's 14 and, weeks. And that, this, this was... gives him the luxury of chopping and changing, resting people, mm. always having but fresh But he doesn't meals. do that, does he? No, but this, this... I don't think he did last year because I don't think he trusted anyone that was on the bench. And we saw that, the, 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 how frequently he didn't use his substitutes.
0: But even this year, Sir Paddy McNair's been fit oh. the last few weeks, but he's stayed on the bench. He hasn't put him in when they've been playing... Saturday Tuesdays. He does tend to play the mm-hmm. strongest team. Isn't it's, it's going to
2: be interesting now to see now the window's closed and he's got in the players that he's brought in. Um, I, I mean, I, I think, personally think that he's looked at them, them, them two signings he made at the back end of the window, where he's strengthened in, 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 in central defence with, with with Bath, and he's brought in Savile because he knows that he's going to be he's going to be playing this system with with wing backs. So the core of the team, central defence, central midfield, he's bolstered that because he knows that they're going to be used week in, week out and, and, and the way that we're playing at the moment with the intensity that we're playing at, you know, you, you, you can't keep that up week in, week out, week in, week out, and, and, and perform to the same level. Um, so I think there will be a little bit of rotation there. Def, I def, definitely think you'll you'll see, you know, like you say, Downing's been playing great, but is he gonna is he gonna play is he gonna play you know, three games a week all season? I can't, you know, I can't see he's thirty-four year old now. So you're going to need to, you, you're going to need to rotate in, in, in this position.
0: What would have been interesting is had he brought the winger in that he created, yeah. or two. Um, what, what would have happened then with the yeah. system? Because it would have been difficult to change it because it's worked so effectively. Mm,
1: yeah, uh, I mean, it could maybe had wiggers come in, uh, maybe more, a couple more would have left. Uh, you would think maybe it was an opportunity for Grant to move.
0: No, but but say that doesn't change the fact that if you bring Yannick Pelasi in, for
1: example, Belassi is an out and out
0: winger, isn't mm-hmm. he? So can you can't play wing backs, you wouldn't no, example no, no, Yannick Belassie. You you bring a player in like that, thirty mm. million pound winger, you you play him, mean, it'd be an interesting to see, wouldn't it? How, well, I mean, he how had, the dynamic he, of the change. He that?
2: has tinker he has sort of tinkered and, and you know, <clears throat> even this season in a couple of games. Was it Bristol where it yeah, went, he four. Played yeah. a flat four at the back. Um and so, he it did in the second
0: half of the Cup game against Rochdale. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's showing that adaptability and that, that ability to be able to yeah. sort of analyse what you've got in front of you and, and, and adapt what you've got in your armoury to, you know, to, to A, nullify the, the, the opposition and then B, go and beat them as well.
0: Are you surprised um, that anyone stayed? Ashley Fletcher was close to joining Hull. Yeah, we know Rudy Rudigersted was wanted by Forrest. We talked about Grant there. There's lots of competition now in the middle.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the first team squad now is 26 strong. Which is when you consider that last year that the the gaffer was talking about working with eighteen and, and a couple of kids, he's now got twenty four and a, and a couple of kids, and you would think there might be one too many in each department. But then over the course of a long season, you might need that. But yeah, I'm I'm surprised that uh, it, it was a perfect opportunity for for Grant Ledbitter to move to Sunderland. I think uh, Ashley Fletcher must have been s- uh, sat by the. The exit door, all Thursday and Friday, expecting the call. Phil,
0: Phil booking him at the whole Daily Mail report yeah, that, that he went to Hull and he, right. was, he was there on Friday. Yeah.
1: And him. Sheffield United were also very interested, and mm-hmm. Barnsley were interested. So, yes, I'm surprised he's still there. Uh, the Borough have five forwards now, although Rudy Costet's not quite up to speed yet. Mm. Last, the back in the last season, they were operating with three, uh, with Braithwaite back in the mix. A Ugil, who you would think would be the Pulis-style mm. front man, target man, because he can play with his back to the, the goal, he can hold the ball up, very physically imposing in the box, which with the best will in the world, that isn't Brit's game. Uh, and Then you've, you've got Britt who's working harder and looks a better player this season, uh, more fitting for the system. Uh, and then Fletcher looking... Like he'd be very, he struggled to even go, going to get on the bench.
0: Mm. Let's talk about Martin Braithwaite then. Um, you can only judge a player on on what you've seen out on the pitch, can't you? I guess yes. in, in terms of the character and the player, and, and the signs so far this season are that he will get his head down because. You know, it made no secret of the fact Tony Pulisci said it was no surprise really when he knocked on his door last week and asked him for a move. There's been speculation all summer. He obviously went to Bordeaux in the in the second half of last season and there was bits and bobs coming out of the press there, wasn't there? Um, but you can only judge him on what we've seen on the pitch and, and that's been impressive so far this season. Have you got any concerns that we might not See the brave work we've seen so far this season now that move to Laganas or wherever else it was, and the deadline day fell through.
2: I, I had them con- I had more concerns about that being an issue before the season started um, and him being here at the start of the season. But he's been exemplary and he's been great, he's been one of our best performers. Um, his work rate's been high. You know, what he does off the pitch and the conversations that he has with the club as a supporter sat in the stands mean nothing to me. You know, as long as he's putting it in on the, on the pitch on a side day, then. You know, that's for them to sort out when the time is right. But you know, at, at the minute, he's 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 doing what's exactly what's required of him on the pitch. Um, I think he's been brilliant. I think he's he's been. We missed him on Friday. He just you know that little bit of guile, a little bit of creativity, a
0: bit of craft. Yeah, it, the,
2: the the ability to take the ball in a half turn, to be able to pick a pass, movement. Um, I think we did miss that 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 element of his game on Friday night. Um, so you know, I, I fully expect him to get his head down, knuckle down. Uh, work hard, and you know, I would imagine if he keeps scoring goals to Borough, then there'll be more and more interest come January, won't yeah. there? And
0: as does Punis because we asked him about it on Friday night, and he's away on a national break now, isn't he? And said, you know, getting himself away from it now, you know, mm. kind of almost recharging, getting your head back right, and then coming back. and mm. um, I'm sure that they'll have a they'll have a chat with him and a sit down. Then mentioned it on the night, didn't we? That when he came out to warm up at Ellen Road. Jonathan Woodgate was straight over to him and an arm around his shoulder, a word in his ear, and I guess it comes down, you know, we've often talked, haven't we, about Pulis' man management skills? How we got the best out of someone like Adama Traore Mm. last last season. Well, this is a test of that, isn't it? To, you know, to say, look, get your head down until January. We reassess then.
1: Uh, And for him, uh, it possibly it might be a blessing in disguise that he didn't go to a side in Spain that's going to struggle. Uh, The best one in the world. They're they're not a big side. if he stays at Borough and, and the current trajectory of the season goes as it is, he could be on the verge of being in the Premier well, League twenty-five months. Away. We spoke that's about and suddenly yeah. that looks a far more attractive prospect than, than being in the bottom yeah. third of the Spanish league. Mm.
2: Yeah, I mean, we don't know the ins and outs of why he knocked on Tony Pulis' doors and asked, and asked that question. Is it the club? Is it the league? Is it the area? You know, we don't know. Uh, we don't know what his family situations like, how settled they are in the area. But you know the interest from Spain has come because he started the season really well for Borough um, and, and, be- I
0: w- and because he's a fine player isn't he? he's of course player. You
2: know, he's, he's an excellent footballer and like I said you know if, if I, he doesn't strike me as the type of person to damn tools like you know
1: he's not Gaston Ramirez
2: like, like Gaston Ramirez like, yeah like Gaston Ramirez did yeah <laughs> basically um, I don't expect that from Martin Braithwaite I think he, you know he's an honest player um, he'll give us all when, he, when he's got the, the Borough shirt on and, and like I said as a fan that's, that's all I really want from him you know if he, wants, if he wants to move Come January Then If he's scoring goals For Borough I would imagine That that interest Will probably still be there
0: I meant to look at the uh, Top scorer Rodskis Tweeted a few weeks back That he was somewhat like 30 to 1 mm. um, And I said then That if he's still A Borough player On the 1st of September Those, are the, those, those odds Would have tumbled in mm. uh, I haven't
1: looked yet but, but there will be you know, In a
2: club where he's settled and he's happy and he's firing he's a 15-20 goal a season man isn't he? Yeah
1: and, oh, and especially in a team like this that are creating chances yeah, yeah, yeah. Last season it was quite hard wasn't it if you're up front for Borough because yeah. uh, there wasn't a lot of uh, freedom around the box a lot of mm. space a lot of lot of uh, chances from open play and Borough were most effective really when Danny Ayala went up into the box but yeah. I, I think there's more space up there now and I think he revels in that. I I think he's a wonderful footballer. I think he's elegant. I think he's got incredible balance, touch, vision. And to be fair, in that last season, the first half of last season when he was here, I thought he was the best player then as well. And I was quite surprised that he was farmed out so quickly. Mm -hmm. Clearly, he wanted to be playing uh, top flight football to guarantee his World Cup spot. And uh, you can understand that. But I don't think he did anything wrong when he was here mm. the first time.
2: We spoke about the rotation in, in 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 the engine room and how how that's going to be important. That you know the, the abundance of talent that we've got now in that in that in that area, how how it's going to be used and used effectively. It's going to be interesting to see whether that's the case up front, isn't it? When all when all three, all three are fit and firing. You know, Hugo Brithway and and um, well, for and me, Brith, it, it, it's is human. that going to. Be,
0: and a Sombolonga, and then Braithwaite almost fits into another category. Yeah. We were laughing on Friday night, no, weren't we? Because the Braithwaite was described as perfect for the five-three-one-one system. So that, that's something that's <laughs> never, never ever been described of a, a player before. But he is, isn't he? For the, for the way they're playing at the minute, he, it is almost like a one and a one yeah. as that yeah. link up. Yeah. Um, although, when you get George Savile in there, or when mm. Besic is up to speed, I mean, we saw Besic. Comfortably carrying the ball as he does on a few occasions on mm. Friday night, so so you might then be able to go say Britt and Hugo yeah. as a two, yeah. If you if you have uh, Savile playing in a more advanced mm.
1: room. yeah, or Halson,
0: yeah. What have we made then of, of uh, teams elsewhere? Because it's already in flux, and I've seen Blackburn, you know. A, a st- Back end of last week, were sixth. The lost on Sunday, or sixth or seventh, lost on Sunday. They fell down to thirteenth. Mm. Sheffield United were, mm. you know, pretty average start. They win four on the bounce or whatever it is, and, and they're up to third. Has anything surprised you? Look at, looking at the table, I was, you
2: know, when Sheffield United came here, um, I, you know, we sat and I saw Borough completely dismantle them in the first half, and I thought, I don't know, they're probably not going to be as strong as. As they were last season, I thought the same as uh, uh, as Millwall. Um, We went to Bristol City and beat them quite comfortably. They've lost a lot of players, so you know I said, "Oh, they won't be as strong." as But the Millwall looked
0: a million dollars for an hour against. Yeah, yeah.
2: um... Well, I I saw the Sheffield United result, and then you know they're only two points behind, aren't they? Hmm. They've got, I think they've they've got twelve points. Yeah, well, so you know, I, I thought they were poor here, but then you know they've they've gone and got picked up. Know,
1: Tony Robbery Tony used to instruct us not to ask him any questions about the league table until ten games were gone. Yeah, I think that's probably wise. Mm. I know as a fan, you always I mean, I I uh, tweeted out the the table after about three games. <laughs> I know that sometimes that you know you look at the table and you make yeah. calculations and and mm. assumptions, but realistically, uh, it's only on Friday that a lot of teams have finished their squad building. Mm. So if you think about two or three games for them to bed in, and that takes you up to the eight games mark, yeah. maybe then you can say it's starting to take shape. Uh, I think there are a couple of teams in there that will settle and get over their early nerves. I mean, West Brom had a bit of a sticky start.
0: I've surprised by Stoke. Stoke, haven't. Stoke start, have got,
1: haven't even got out of the blocks yet. Stoke reminded me of Borough last year. Hmm.
0: All that talent. Mm. But you almost look at the squad, just like we did with Burr last year. You look at the squad and you think How's going how, how'd, you, how'd you put that out? How'd you pick an yeah, eleven man. out of that? How'd you keep all these players how'd you keep all these players happy and content? It's, it's crazy the squad he's pulled together there.
2: I have am not I've already said on, on record a few times I'm not Gary Roberts' biggest fan, don't just don't get it with with him, don't I don't understand, you know, what it is that, that sort of propels him to this like sort of I'm the best, one of the best managers in the league Thing, so that, that's going to be interesting to see how that pans out I tell you, I know we won the game here against West Brom but I was impressed with them I think they play some decent stuff and, and once the season gets up and running they've got Premier League footballers right throughout that team Rodriguez like, I, and yeah, Gale up top I, I think they'll be up there. they're, they're about to come, come come the end of the season in the running um, I mean obviously Leeds won the league in, in August, didn't there So that's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were
0: an interesting one because, yeah. I mean, the start of the summer, it looked like it was going to be an absolute shambles of a, of a, of a year or no. whatever for them. Um, the future was in flux at one point, wasn't mm. it? But they've got a real squad together now, and some of the signings mm. have made the likes of Balassi,
1: Tammy Abraham, mm. but it's just not clicking mm. at, isn't at the all. There's
0: pressure. Bruce. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's something that's never really gone away. We've been there as a club where you get a faction of fans and it might only be 25% to 30%, and you have a couple of good results, and they go quiet, but two bad results, Mm. and they dominate the the narrative again, and everyone's talking about pressure on Brucey, and uh, one more defeat, and he's going to get the sack, and I think that will dog them all season, Mm. and the ownership issue isn't really resolved, because when the new people came in and and financed the, the rescue package, it was openly discussed that they might want to bring their own manager in, so I think mm. he's kind of on borrowed borrowed time there. And they outbacked him though, winning. haven't they? they? They have, but that that element of doubt is always there. And if you hit a sticky patch, and the fans start to chunter and, and boo, which we know they can do it mm. at Villa Park, I think that pressure is always there. And it, it's very hard to operate against that background. I think, like, like I mentioned there, with, with West Brom, and, and you know. The talent that
2: they've got in that squad coming to fruition as the season gets going into the running. I think the same for Aston Villa, you know, to keep hold of Jack Grealish. Yeah. And then they've brought in Balassi. Um, who's the guy? That, did the lad
0: that signed. Is it from, Alan, um, yeah, from uh, Ajax? Yeah. From Ajax. Yeah.
2: He looks a good player from what I've seen. They've signed Tammy Abraham, who's proven at this level. They've got Codger coming back from from, from be, injury. They've
1: borrowed to Albert Adelmer on deadline. Day.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, again, I think. The 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 cream always rises to the top with with stuff like that. And the thing with
0: with looking at the table, um, yeah, I completely agree that uh, that you know you don't read too much into it. But Borough almost paid the price for they were constantly chasing last year, weren't they? It was only in the last two or three weeks when they were in the playoff place and safely in the Mm -hmm. playoff place. Because even in those early stages of the season, when they got up to sixth, fifth, sixth, seventh, they were never consistent or capable enough to stay there. Yeah. Getting, you know, you, you, where you saw with teams like last year, although Villa had a slow start, Derby were, were up there from the off, Wolves were up there from the off, Cardiff started well and never and never folded. So although Fulham came through as they did, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, you're much, it's much better to be the team being chased than to do the chasing because it does mm-hmm. just round the pressure up. And, and Stoke, no, now, for example, look, you know, you look at it, we, we were talking about this, weren't we? There are already, say, three results behind Borough. Mm-hmm. Now, if Borough were to beat Stoke, Yeah, Yeah. even at this stage of the season, every every now
2: and again you get someone who I think it happened a couple of years ago, or quite a few years ago, when Sunderland got promoted from this division, and then when Fulham went up last year, Palace did
0: it that year when
2: Ian Dowie was in charge. I think Fulham were something like sixth bottom when they came here in December. You know, they were right down the bottom where this is just last season and and went and motored and and got into the playoffs and then eventually won them. But, you know, like you mentioned there. That's the, 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 free, the few and far between them, them, yeah. them examples. And you know, if Borough can set down a marker where you know you, you go in and we get to the ten, twelve, thirteen game mark, and you know we've lost as, 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 as little as possible, and you know we've got a good lead there, then you know it's that's it's a good it's a good footing, isn't it, to, to to go into like a busy period over over the Christmas time, and before you know it, it's like you're into January, and like you know you're looking and you're thinking. You're, and you're, Martin Braithwaite's
0: wanting to move so <laughs> <spot> again. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well thanks Vic, thanks Garbs. Legacy like apologies for being so inconsistent with these tripes over the summer. We're gonna get back to a once a week system now, nailed on. Cheers, fellas, thank you. Bye.